So good to have all of you here. And while they're grabbing my podium, we're going to give these candles a trial run. Just to make sure we all understand how to light them. So let's go ahead and everybody light our waxless candles. Amen. And hold them up. Isn't that beautiful? Now, at the end of my message, we're going to do that all together with a whole new meaning attached to it. So it's so beautiful to see all this, though. I want you to turn to your neighbor and tell them, you look good tonight and so does your light. Amen. You really do look good tonight. And you know, um, Valerie came back and told me, we have some visitors that came all the way from Chicago. And um, Jim and Abby Sheehan, where are you? Jim and Abby, stand up, Jim and Abby. All the way from Chicago. Amen. And they listened to us in Chicago. Now I'm going to brag on the program a little bit. She said, my Christmas wish was to see Pastor Jeff in person. Now she's real deflated and on her way out now. So, yeah, there you go. Way back candles. Good to see all of you. Did you know that I'm from New York? So we both come from areas where it's genuinely cold. For it. So for you, this is summertime out there, right? Amen. Well, it's so good to see you, and, and I know all of you are, have plans for Christmas Eve, and and um, I'm just looking forward to being with family and friends, in-laws and outlaws. And, um, but I want to share with you tonight, because we, we are holding these candles. This is a candlelight service, and so it's all about light. If you've been in our church in the last few weeks, I've been sharing on the light of the world, Jesus being the light of the world. Jesus said of himself, I am the light of the world. And th- this morning I was going into, he clearly didn't mean Uh, light like these lights, but he was talking about a different kind of light, spiritual light, that when Jesus came, he brought spiritual illumination into the world so that we could see. And so if there is spiritual light, then there is spiritual dark. And Jesus came to chase away the spiritual darkness, to defeat spiritual darkness, and to usher in spiritual light. And so I want to read you what John says about Jesus, some of the most powerful verses in the Bible. John 1, verse 4, the Word, that's Jesus, the Word gave life to everything that was created, and His life brought light to everyone. And then verse 5 in John 1 says, the light shines in the darkness, and darkness can never extinguish it. God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light, so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. So notice, John had a message, John the Baptist. His message was, I came to tell you about the light. Now, it could have said Jesus. Jesus, of course, there were many names attached to him, the Good Shepherd and the Bread of Life and so on and so forth. But John, when relaying Jesus' ministry, John says, or John the Apostle tells us about John the Baptist, that the Baptist had a message, and it was to point to the light, to point to the light named Jesus. Call Jesus the light. 
God sent a man, John the Baptist, to tell about the light so that everyone might believe because of his testimony. Then verse 8, John himself was not the light. Notice it doesn't say a light, but there is a the light. The light. He was simply a witness to tell about the light. The one who is the true light, Jesus, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. Now that is a mouthful. That's powerful stuff. John had a message. Remember when he pointed to Jesus and said, Behold the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world? He pointed to him and said, Behold the Lamb of God. So there was another name for Jesus, the Lamb of God. But John was pointing to the light. The light. He called Jesus the light. The spiritual light. The only light. The true light. That lights the whole world. But now I want to take that and I want to angle it towards you and me tonight. Jesus one day says something powerful to his followers. He looked at his followers and he said, listen, you are the light of the world. Wait a minute, Jesus, I thought you said you were the light of the world. And Jesus was saying to them, because I'm the light and you're following me, I'm going to light you. I'm going to light you. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to light your flame. I'm going to do something where you also become a light. You're the lie of the world. You're the salt of the earth. He literally said that. I'm going to read it to you. Jesus said, you are the light of the world, a city on a hill, glowing in the night for all to see. Don't hide your light. Everybody say, don't hide your light. Now, this is in, where did I put mine? Here it is. Most people walk around like this. They got the light in their pocket, and on Sunday mornings, out it comes. And then when they, when they walk out, they turn it back on, put it back in their pocket because now I'm going back out into the world. And after all, I'm a, I'm a Sunday morning Christian. But you know, here's the way God intended that we would walk out on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Just like this. Because after all, if you're a believer in Jesus Christ, Jesus told you, he told me, you are, you are the light of the world. You're not, a, you're not a question mark. You're an exclamation point. Now, he goes on, don't hide your light. Let it shine for all. Let your good deeds glow for all to see so that they will praise your heavenly Father. So we are supposed to be conspicuous Christians, upfront Christians, <clears throat> out of the closet Christians, obvious Christians. Thank you. Amen. <laughs> now, the same Jesus who identified himself as the light of the world has told us that we are the light of the world. Now, that can only mean one thing, that we have a similarity to the moon. Listen carefully to me. The moon provides light at night, but here's how. The sun is the star that lights our universe. We all know that while the moon only reflects the light of the sun. That's all that it does. No sun, we don't see any moon. The moon reflects the light of the sun. And the only part of the moon that we can see is that part that is facing the sun. If it's not facing the sun, we can't see it. We see the part that is facing the sun because it is lit up. It is reflecting the glory and the light and the magnificence and the power of the sun. 
As the moon faces the sun, it reflects the light and the glory of it. And in that sense, and in that sense only, we are the light of the world. Because the Bible says we have this treasure, the Holy Spirit of God, living inside of us, this treasure in earthen vessels. So we've got the light in us. The light has come to live inside of us. And we are to, we are to display it and reflect it. It is to effervesce off of us. It is, to, it is to ooze out of us. People are to see the light of the sun, S-O-N, we're looking at. The sun that we are facing. In that sense, we are the lights of the world. So as we wake up each day and turn our face and faith to the Son of God, the light, we should walk out the door with enough of Him on us to reflect onto others. That's the whole idea. I'm a reflection. It doesn't originate with me. I'm a reflection. And you're a reflection of the S-O-N we're facing. As I face him, I reflect. In the Old Testament, we're told that Moses went up into the mountain to receive the Ten Commandments. But when he came back down the mountain, something was different about him that he wasn't aware of. Exodus 34, 29 says, Moses didn't realize as he came back down the mountain with the tablets, the Ten Commandments in his hands, that his face glowed from being in the presence of God. Moses was glowing in the dark. Why? Because he'd been facing God. So when he came down from the mountain, he's reflecting the God he'd been with. And you're the same way. And I'm the same way. The more I spend time with God, the more I'm going to reflect the God that I'm spending time with. True story. Story is told of a gentleman walking one day in the east end of the city of Glasgow, England. The streets were so narrow and the houses so high that little direct sunshine ever reached the houses on one side. The gentleman noticed a ragged, barefooted little boy trying with a small piece of mirror to catch the sun's rays and direct them to a certain spot on one of the houses opposite. He became interested in the boy's earnest efforts. So he said to the boy, what are you trying to do, laddie? The boy replied, you see that window up there? Well, my little brother had an accident two years ago and is always lying on his back in that room up there. He can't get out of bed and he can't come down. And it's on the wrong side to get the sunshine. So I always try to catch the light in this little mirror and shine it into his room. You get it. He said, I can't take the sun into his room, but I can reflect it into the darkness of his room. This is what every Christian in here is called to do. The whole world, the Bible says, is lying in darkness. And so what are we called to do? We're called to be the lights of the world. So what do we do every day? We catch that sunshine, S-O-N, and we reflect We reflect into the darkness and the destruction that is happening to people in our world every day, into the terrorism, into the confusion, into the hatred, into the murder, into the the perversion, into everything. We shine. We reflect that light, God's love, God's peace, God's power, God's presence. Amen? 
So we're called to catch the light each and every day. Catch the light and reflect it. Jesus said, who ever heard of somebody lighting a lamp and then covering it up to keep it from shining? No. Lamps are placed in the open where it will give light to all who are in the house. So can we say together, he lit me so that I could reflect that light onto others. That's your call. That's your call and that's my call. I called a couple of people this week in the hospital. I called two people in dire condition who I knew when I was a teenager. Not too long ago. (laughs) And um, they're both bedridden. They both can't get out. They're both going to be in there for weeks on end. One of them has already been in the hospital for almost a year. And I called them. And one of them is not a Christian. And you know what I did? I started reflecting. I started talking about Jesus. And I could feel the encouragement. I could feel them listening. I could feel. Uh, Listen, there's no time or space with God, no distance. By telephone, you can start talking about Jesus and he's right there. I reflected. I looked for people I could reflect on. And I want to encourage you to do the same. Look for people this season that you can reflect on. And then after this season is gone, who lives next to you? Your neighbors, your coworkers, your friends, maybe your spouse, maybe your children, maybe your parents. But reflect. Just reflect God's love. And that's what it's all about. So we're about to light up these LED lights and we're going to hold them up in the air as a physical expression of what we're aiming for this year of 2018. We're going to shun the shame of intimidation and boldly reflect the love of God into the darkness. Amen? Amen. So can we stand together and we're going to do it. We're going to pull the lights down. They're going to come up and we're going to sing Silent Night and we're going to hold these candles up. And as we do, church, I want all of you to look around when the lights are down, when they're totally killed. I want you to look all around at what it looks like, the way that a light like this can shine into the dark, can just shine into the dark. So if we can take the lights down, Michael, out in the sanctuary. Amen. We got them so lit, we can't get them down. There we go. There we go. Now hold them up. I want you to look around you. That's the way God sees every one of you as a Christian. Do you see it? That's the way God sees every one of you as a Christian. And that's the way the world will spot you in the dark. So let's sing it and please meditate on that one thought. I'm the light of the world. I have been lit so that I can light somebody else up. So that I can reflect the glory of God. Let's sing it. Silent night Holy night All is full All is bright Round Oh
sing this next stanza, just wave it and look at how obvious it is in the dark and look around at everybody and just get a vision. This is what the real church of Jesus ought to look like. So let's sing the next stanza. tonight that this really will represent you and me that we will shine we will not be ashamed of Christ or of his testimony but we will be lovingly bold and, and shine into the dark so let me pray for you Father I bless this congregation I thank you Lord for every person I don't know everyone here but you do and I pray Lord the hand of God on every one of them Lord, they go into the world, into the workplace, where so often it's dirty, nasty, difficult, tough, anything but godly. And Lord, the temptation comes so often to put that candle in our pocket and to not shine. Lord, help us to remember your word to us that we're the light of the world. And we're not to put that light under a cover. Lord, I pray, grace us with the boldness that we often just don't have on our own. And help us, Lord, I pray that everyone in this sanctuary who names the name of Christ will win at least one soul to Jesus Christ this year. At least one. That somebody will be lit by the life of God because of people in this place. Lord, I thank you for it in the mighty name of the Lamb of God. And if you can amen that, say with me, amen.